0: On the list, and Doing you have it. to pray also, pray, yeah. You know, so you are spirit,
1: so get spiritual assistance.
2: Woo. Right. Would you do okay. us a,
1: the honor of, of starting us off in, on, on, on Amazing Grace? Would you do
2: that?
0: If everyone else knows the song, I'll start it. I'm we don't run. know this
2: song, we all know this song. <laughs> amazing, amazing grace.
0: Defeat a lie mm-hmm. is just a lie. Man. It's all about, we have so much power to heal ourselves. I learned so much over the years of just being destroyed by myself that I'm in control of my destiny. And I have, excuse me, I'm sorry. And I have um, it's all the power, I had all the power all along to keep all the negative people away That because i was negative and i never took the chance to look in the mirror and 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 get myself together and i just blamed everybody for what was being for for, for the lack of knowledge do y'all understand where i'm coming Absolutely. from right now yeah and you have even more power because you can talk I'm sorry, about sorry i
2: never
0: do this i'm no. pmsing right now <laughs> You am to take care of yourself you just got to be on the right path for your journey and then if the right people see you then things take off and you don't even have no control over it right place right time i was probably you know, honestly, to look back, I was probably the best athlete we had in my, t- in my city, you know, for a while. And every, every rider would, would pick over me because they had this dude named Derek Gibson who at this time was 6'4", 240 pounds. So he was the, the, the linebacker prototype on what you're supposed to look like, you know. Melvin Pearsall was another one, uh, played for Lake Wells. He was 6'4", 240 pounds. Once again, prototype linebacker, and I'm sitting at six foot, you know, 180 pounds, you know, and and they was like, ah, you know, he's too small to play linebacker, you know, he's kind of caught in between of a safety slash linebacker. And then when I got to the league and got into college, I, I weighed 205, 215 at the University of Miami for the longest, but nobody really could not run me then. You know, and not just outrun me in a straight line. I'm talking about outrun me to get to the football. But I still heard my critics. You know, all my critics was like, oh, you know, he's a great athlete, but he's just too small. You know, and then one of the people who probably I remember the rest of my life is probably Mel Kuyper. Because Mel Kuyper told, on national TV, he he, he betted somebody that I would never make it in this league, in the national football league, you know, on national TV. So, you know, when I met him as a person, I, I, I asked him a question. I said, it's amazing that you will judge an athlete that you've never met because you're only judging me from my size, but you forgot to ask me what my heart was like. And those type of interactions, man, is what motivated me the rest of my life. You see, because I heard people talk about what I couldn't do, and I was too small, and I could never play in this league. And every article that I ever heard somebody say, I never forgot it, you know? I used to post them before I started treat negativity a totally different way because then I started to get to a point where ne- negativity, honestly, you got to throw it away very quickly. You know, you can't keep it around you. you know?
1: Fellow teammates, welcome to another episode of the Move Swiftly podcast. I am your host, Aswan Crookshank, the founder of Gym 44 Recruiting, and author of Swiftly, Your Guide to Innovative Teamwork. Teammates, I just started reading this book titled Unfuck Yourself by Gary John Bishop. It's a Christmas present from my sister and really liking it because it's reminding me of Swiftly been listening to a few of his podcasts and I've been learning a lot about his brand and how I can incorporate what he's doing to help my company, to help everything I got going on things like that. So, really really excited to to give this discussion today. Because one of the one of the things that I read in this book and it's it's a quick read and it slaps you with a lot of different quotes and just a lot of strong content that really sticks to your mind. Little, little quick quote, quick quotes that stick to the brain. One of the quotes that really stuck out to me while I was reading it, he said, uncertainty is where new things happen. I'm going to say it again nice and slow, just just, just to give you guys a chance to jot it down. Uncertainty is where new things happen. And just that quote in itself leads me to today's discussion. Today's discussion is all about absorbing rejection. Now, I know in the past I've given talks about rejection, and in the future there'll be more talks about rejection. But before, before I get into that, I really want this conversation to be all about absorbing rejection. And, and what an incredible opportunity you have to, to help yourself. When you learn how to absorb rejection, just understand that success is right around the corner trust me on this one all right when you absorb that feeling absorb that feeling of people telling you no when you absorb all the bullshit and all the the bias and the judging and the jealousy and all that shit when you absorb it just absorb it i'm telling you your your level of focus goes way up you 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 will have a level of focus that is unforeseen and you will find your truth through that so absorbing rejection i'll give you an example A lot of you guys know who've been keeping up with me know that i this past 2020 in the horrific year of 2020 i started doing something i started giving out free or do hosting i started hosting free workouts at a local park in plantation florida central park central park florida give free workouts free boxing lessons boxing drills things like that anyone who's bought a copy of swiftly it's welcome to come out 8 a.m every sunday and I just did it because I know the gym business was struggling and I did it because I knew the people were missing it. I did it because you had to do what you have to do. Everyone had to do what they had to do in quarantine. All right. Now, that little thing that I did turned into a movement, which is make your move, make your move, make Where I put it all out there, I'm looking to build a youth center, anyone that's interested in helping the youth and wanting to fundraise and things like that. All that information is there. All of that came from that every Sunday doing free workouts. All right. Now, there was a time in which it was getting stale and I was getting impatient. I was wanting it to grow. It's a lot like the people that come to the workouts who want to see me successful. They, they get a little impatient. They want to figure out, right, how's this grow? What's next? What's next, Asim? What's next? They get a little antsy and I'm the same way. I'm no different. All right. So one of the things I decided to do was one Sunday, I had a bunch of free notebooks, a bunch of notebooks that have the gym 44 logo on it. There's a bunch of free notebooks and I was going to hand them out to all the people that came to the workout on Sunday just for fun just to show my appreciation to them i was going to give them free notebooks and i've done it at nine round when i I rebooted gym 44 i bought a bunch of notebooks notepads all that the gym 44 logo pens whatever it is just to give out just to get the name out there right so this particular sunday had maybe about five free notebooks with pens all with the gym 44 logo on it and i'm ready to give them out except there's no shows (laughs) There's only one person that shows up. And all the free notebooks that I had were just there. So what do I do? What, what do I do? Am I just going to give up? <laughs> Am I just going to get upset and just, oh, no one came? No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I'll be honest, I did. It was discouraging. But at the end of the day, they're free workouts, it's their loss. I'm at that park anyway because that's where I take my runs and I work out. So if they don't want to show for a free workout, that's on them. Right. And then that absorbed. And and all of that stuff came from really understanding at this point, I can absorb rejection and I know how to react. All right. So that that's pieces of it. But but I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Once once it was over and once it became like 815 or whatever, and I realized no one was showing up, I still had these free notebooks. And what I decided to do was just walk around the park and there's tons of things going on in the park. There's soccer games, there's tennis tournaments. It's, it's the park on Sunday morning. There's just a lot of things going on. So I decided to approach one of the coaches, one of the soccer coaches, and he was getting ready for a game. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, I was planning on giving out these notebooks to a few members, or a few clients that we're going to come and work out with, um, but they didn't show up. So if you want to just hand them out to your team, hand it out to your parents, whatever it is, they're free, no no strings attached, they're yours. And you know what the soccer coach tells me? He goes, no, and just walks away. <laughs> Again, it was discouraging. However, in my mind, I immediately said, all right, as one has to work harder. Here's the, here's the interesting thing about that, and I'll get back to my point in a second, but that same league, what, what that coach doesn't know is that I've already been in conversations with the general manager of the league, with the team moms of the league, that I've already been in discussions and I've already spoken to parents of, parents of several teams in which I can come to... I actually, in fact, I actually already warmed up. I was actually the guy that warmed up one of the soccer teams one practice and I was teaching them boxing lessons because I know how just teaching that skill can help them as better players. I'd already been in conversation with people that he coaches... But he didn't know that, right? He didn't know that. So it, all of a sudden, it's a no. However, if it comes from a sponsor, if it comes from a higher up, if it comes from another coach or, or wherever it comes from, if it comes from a parent, he's taking the notebooks and he's like, all right, I'm going to support. Right, teammates? I want you guys to get that point. It is very important. It's very important that you don't allow people like that coach People like that coach. And I know you guys listen in. You guys listen in. You're you're loyal people. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you very much. But I know you come in and you listen in. you have some ideas in your head. And there are people who tell you no and no and no and no and no. When you are able to absorb those no's, I'm telling you what's on the other side is, is, is unbelievable. Because at that point, as soon as that coach told me no, in my head, I knew I had to say, all right, cool, cool. I'm gonna reach out to parents on my own. I'm not gonna depend on this coach to get my business, right? I'm gonna make sure this, and in fact, I gave out the notebooks to someone else who appreciated it and it was someone that I train regularly now because I didn't depend on that coach. All right, so whatever it is you're doing, whatever it is you're thinking in your head, you have got to be willing to be the person who's getting told no. You've got to be the person that says, all right, cool. Say no to me. I'm going to absorb that feeling because I know, I know that what's on the other end is a great thing. In fact, I'll give you a few more stories. There's, this, isn't just, this isn't just something that happens with people that don't know you. In fact, this very podcast, Move Swiftly podcast, all right? Move Swiftly Podcast, finding your place in this world, this very podcast. I have approached hundreds, I wouldn't go hundreds, but I've approached many people who were great friends, I'll say. Or I've approached people who swore up and down that they would be on. In fact, there was a situation in which I approached someone about being a guest on this podcast, right? And he said, I'm in, no doubt, just let me know when. Send him a Zoom link. I'm waiting on the Zoom link. It's late at night, waiting for hours and hours and hours. I wake up and I don't even, I fall asleep waiting for him. That's how bad it was. I wake up and I don't even get a text message. I don't even get a text message. (laughs) Say, hey, sorry bro, I couldn't make it. In fact, I haven't heard from him since then. But you know what it did? Teammates, you know what it did? It made it so I'm the one. I said I'm the one that has to make sure that there's content being delivered every single week, fresh content, new stories, new things that are going to get you through your day. I'm not mad at him anymore. I'm not mad at that coach. I'm not mad at the the people that didn't show up on Sundays. I'm not mad. I've been able to get over that. that. And I hope you guys are really paying attention because I know as I'm talking There's someone in your mind. There's someone you're thinking of. There's some person that said that to you when you really had your heart and soul into something and you really want to go out and promote this and you really want to go out and do this. There was someone that just said, no, I don't want it. Get over it. All right. Teammates? Get over it. I know it's easier said than done, but get over it. Absorb that feeling. But take that energy. Take that that hurt. Take that pain. Take everything that you've gone through and try to apply it to something that's productive to you. Apply it to something. Apply it to lessons. Apply it to a situation. and Say, OK, look, all God is doing is removing that person out of my life. Or move in certain situations out of my life where I can move forward, where I can grow. He's just giving me a little more room to grow. Look at him just pulling a rope where God's just giving you a little more room to grow because you 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 can get rid of those people. I'll close with this story, and I want I want you guys to pay very close attention to this. There was this guy right after right. After I graduated from college, actually no, this was the semester before I graduated. So this was the winter. It was in the winter and winter break and I was gonna be graduating from Stony Brook University that spring. So during winter break, I was setting up a lot of meetings. I was doing a lot of networking, just anybody anybody, and everybody that had any connections in sports, whatever, trying to set a meeting with you. I'm trying to meet you, I'm trying to just pick your brain, what I gotta do, who I gotta meet, Whatever. That that was me. That was me at 22, fresh out of college, all right? And there was this guy who recently passed away. His name is Roland Grimes, the late, great Roland Grimes, a guy that you guys, a lot of listeners in out there probably don't know who he is, but, man, he was an incredible man. He did a lot of great work. He was a guidance counselor at a high school named Bishop McNamara. In these, it's, it was in... Uh, Upper Marlboro, Upper Marlboro, the PG County area. All right. Roland Grimes and I sat down at an IHOP. And man, he, he pretty much took over the conversation. It was actually the the whole meeting was set up by Walter Ray, who ran this nonprofit company named Egos, which stood for Education Goals, Opportunity Sports, which I'm pretty sure I discussed it a little bit on this podcast. Can't remember, though. Now, Walter Ray set up the meeting. It was Walter Ray, myself, Roland, and a few other people, and Roland took over the meeting. Roland just, you know, he, he gave his story. He played at Syracuse, played with Ernie Davis and Floyd Little and Jim Brown in Syracuse back in the day when, you know, Ernie Davis was the first African American to win the Heisman Trophy. All right. Now, he ended that conversation. Now, I can't tell you everything he said because it was so many things. And you know that again, that's gonna require a podcast episode on its own. However, he ended the conversation in a way that I really want you guys to pay attention to. He he said he spoke to Jim Brown. He 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 gave, he pretty much put us in this conversation that he had with Jim Brown. For those who don't know, Jim Brown is one of the all-time great football players who started Syracuse in One of the men who really led in terms of African-Americans speaking up and being more than just athletes. All right. Jim Brown. You know the name. You know the name. I know you know the name, no matter who, whether you're a football fan or not. You know the name Jim Brown. So Roland had a conversation with Jim Brown. And he made sure everyone paid attention, you know, because this was towards the end of the conversation in which everyone was Kind of like, all right, Roland, look, we got to go. You know, we doing this, whatever. you kind of rambling on us. <laughs> uh, but he, he made sure we all paid attention for what, uh, what Jim Brown told him. He goes, these are the two pieces of advice I live by. Because this is what I respected Jim Brown for. He said, the first thing Jim Brown told me, he said, never go after anything if it doesn't financially make sense to you. If it's not economically, doesn't economically, Help you or financially help you in some sort of way. And that doesn't have to be a whole lot of money, but it has to have something in there, which is going to be financially beneficial to you. Never go after something that doesn't have that. And the second thing, and this is the one I want you guys to pay very close attention to. Second thing he said. He said, when you want something done, God damn it, you got to do it yourself. Teammates. When you want something done, you have got to do it yourself. Figure out ways to get it done on your own. Again, this podcast, tons of people that, that won't return my messages. It's okay. I'm going to keep moving. The workouts, some people want to show up. They don't want to show up. It's okay. I'm going to keep moving. The coach, okay, you don't want free notebooks. Great. I'm going to give it to someone that appreciates it. And I'm going to keep moving forward. And that's the advice I want you. That That's what, that's the mentality I want you guys having moving forward. Regardless of whatever it is. Regardless of whatever you're trying to promote. Regardless of how you're trying to get to the next level in life. When you want something done, damn it, you got to do it yourself. Figure out ways in which you can be the one getting things done. All right? Fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We'll talk more soon
2: that they could, you know, follow their intuition or create things that they'd like to do?
3: Well, I, I think the first thing I always say to everybody is, you are stronger than you think, mm. right? You have the courage within you to do it. And you've got to believe in yourself because there are going to be really, really crappy days. Right. And if you can absorb failure, if you can get up on those days when failure makes you feel overwhelmingly, like you can't even get up. If you can get up on those days, you can make it. You're stronger mm. than you think. Wow, what yeah. else? I think the, uh, the second one is fix a problem. Fix a problem, don't start a business. Too mm. many people are fixated about the semantics of a business, but if you find a problem that people are willing to pay for, you're gonna make it. And then I think the third sounds one... Sounds so
2: simple. <laughs> it is
3: so simple, but most great businesses are in areas that you don't you know you don't really know about.
2: And then when also when you see these huge businesses that someone just had common sense about a simple thing and said that needs that needs fixing.
3: Right. Or and you don't have to be the first. You don't have to be the first to, you know, McDonald's didn't invent the hamburger. Right. They just, they just did it. They just executed better. Right. And I think the final one is you got to go baby. You, you got to go. Cuz when it's time to go, you got to go.
0: That's what I'm talking
2: about.
3: Business is a sprint until you find an opportunity, then it's a marathon.
2: Hmm, makes sense?
3: All, right.
2: All makes sense to me. Well, i made to the corner with a makin', and that's where I'm gonna the